0: on the series on the series you know there's many many messages but one thing about this message is every message under the series is a new dimension is that correct? Amen a new thing I I, I could if I want to impress people I could have been giving them different titles no we have to get them systematically well anyhow before I forget get ready for testimonies tomorrow big testimonies and special service tomorrow And you bring something to make it special. Okay? Whatever you can do to make it special, you'll be welcome to do that. So, the word faith. Did you hear me? Volume 3. Understand the various shades of meanings of the word faith as used in the Bible. Message number what now? Is it four? Or three? Yeah, message number three, I believe. Yes. Message number three. The word faith in the New Testament. Yes. Part. Is it 13 or 14 now? It should be 13, right? Okay, please, change it over there immediately. I think I wrote 14 there. 13. So it should be 13. All right. So we have been looking at this word, faith. And from looking at the word faith, we have been be looking deeper into the, the truth, faith. And we said that the word faith in the English language Bible, in the English Bible, is one word, but it has different shades of meaning. I don't want to go to the Hebrew and the Greek. We dealt with that because of time. I just have to continue to go where we are now. Amen? Please, if you pay attention to this message, if you really take it, it will change your life, this series. Uh, and so, we, we saw that there at least now, we're in the Old Testament alone, we have about three shades of meaning. I wouldn't get back there. In the New Testament, we say we have four. Well, we are going to start the fourth shade of meaning tonight. Are you ready? Are you excited about that? Right. Amen. So, the first shade of meaning in the New Testament is faith as a religious vocation or religious profession, like as it's been often said in the New Testament, the faith, like as people being in the faith, or like as in household of faith. Amen? Amen. So faith there is not about you perceiving, apprehending, and uh, amen, and appropriating. No. Faith there is that it's a, 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 a body of truth, you know, that you have accepted and lived by. And it it comes down to, sometimes, to a a congregation, a a body of people. Like, for us Christians, Christianity is the faith for us. You you understand that? Because it's a place where all who share in the truth of the fact that Jesus is the Son of God, that Jehovah is the true God, Jesus is his son, and the only way to him, that he died, was buried, and rose again on the third day. A, a, a body of people that believe this are said to be in the faith. Amen. Praise God. Second shade of meaning is faith as a fruit of the Spirit. More appropriately, uh, the, uh, faithfulness. Is it true? In that case, faith is an attribute of God, which he imparts on his people also. but, But by which an attribute in God that makes God consistent in what he does. If God is good, he's consistently good. If God is mighty, he's consistently mighty. He does not change. Amen? If you rely or depend on him, he will not let you fall. Are you, are you following? Uh-huh. That's on the side of God. And because of that, and also seeing that we are his children, he imparts the same attribute upon us. Amen. Why? Because, because on his side, being faithful, he wants us to be able to depend on and rely on him around the clock. And then he turns around. You know, when you have a child, there are things you impart in your child, apart from the things he took without asking you. You may have t- taken the size of your eyes. Is that true? Without asking you, just discover when he comes out in the labor room. Say, He has my eyes, though. has my husband head, though. I don't know. You had no hand in that. Is that correct? Where you like it, you better cultivate good things right. in your life because children and grandchildren are going to come out manifesting those things. You're not going to be throwing a hand in the air and say, I don't know where you got this. So no, you got it from you. <laughs> I told you a story about a bird. <laughs> the owl. Is that the owl? Yeah. Yeah, the, b- the big round eyes. It had, had her babies. And they presented the babies to her. She took a good look at them. And looked at the midwife and said, I'm scared by their eyes. <laughs> Did you get the message? Okay. And when that child (laughs) comes out, you know, Americans have a beautiful way of saying it. They say to you, an apple does not fall far from the tree. That's the most beautiful way. They say it so that you don't get offended. But if I tell you my parable of the owl, you get mad. (laughs) So, but when they come, there are things you impart in them because that's what you have. Is that correct? If you like to pray, you want that child to start praying. That's what God is doing here. God is faithful. He wants his children to be faithful. Faithful to him and faithful to other people. In other words, so God can rely on them. He doesn't have to, but he wants to rely on them. And also, other people can rely on them. Is that correct? If my my I mean, my children now, they're driving. I want them to drive very well, learn know how to drive. Or you see me teaching them driving. They do certain things, they say, Uh, what I didn't tell them one day, because one day I'll be sitting in that car. (laughs) So I want to rely on them. I want them to be driving. I can fall asleep. Uh That's what God is doing here. Amen? So there's a faith that is about those attributes. Okay? Then the third shade of meaning is faith as an apprehending and what? Appropriating facility and faculty. Meaning, Faith as s- a set of spiritual senses with which you can perceive God and all that He has for you, known as grace. And that can stir you up into belief that you might appropriate those things unto your self-experience. So it's faith as uh, apprehending and appropriating, s- uh, you know, faculty or facility. We can also call it uh, faith as spiritual or spirit senses. Are you following? And we have dealt with that. And this is the one that you need to have in yourself, which you God has put in us, and with which we walk with God on a day to day basis, and with which we see what He has for us in order that we might believe and have them. This is the faith of which the Bible says the righteous shall live. With faith. This is the faith of which he said, about which he said, that God has given unto every man among us a measure of faith. This is faith about which he said that it is by grace, by faith, in order that it might be of grace. This is the faith that is most talked about. Whenever you ask Christians about faith, it is this one they know. Amen. And sometimes they run into the sh- other shades of meaning, and they want to apply it to this one. They have problem. I, is, are you following? And they, if, you know, for instance, if I say, "Oh, uh, that sister," I saw a sister today. I didn't know he, she's now in the faith. That doesn't mean that she really exercises faith. Are you Are you following what I'm saying? All right. Okay. Praise the Lord. Amen. But the fourth shade of meaning of faith is extraordinary. If you have read my book, you would have known by now that fourth shade is faith as a gift of the Holy Spirit. Did you get that? Faith as a what? A gift of the Holy Spirit. Uh, uh, you now, therefore call it the gift of faith. The gift of faith. Say, Pastor, two questions here. Pastor, which faith is not a gift? That's a good question. Like the appreh- um, apprehending, appropriating faith is a gift. But the thing is, and I will explain that, but this is gift on a different level. Amen? And then the next question could be, uh, well, how faith as a gift of the Holy Spirit? Okay, what's this faith like? I, I, how can I find it in the Bible? Or how can, do I need it? If it's a gift, the implication is that God is given it to someone. Is it given to angels? Is it given to believers? Praise God. So, like I said, this is faith as a gift of the Holy Spirit, otherwise known as the gift of what? Faith. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So, this is another shade of meaning of faith. And in terms of explanation, I'll begin by saying that it's it's a part of a set of unique manifestations it's a, a part an element of a set of unique manifestations of the person uh, and of the person power and operation of the holy spirit in the believer in Christ. I'll put it this way. Two more ways I'm going to put it, and you'll get it tonight. Before you leave here, you get it. There are, there is a set of unique manifestations of the person Power and operation of the Holy Spirit. Where? In the believer. in the believer is where? In Christ. What we are talking about doesn't operate in every human being. You see, the other faith, the la- thought kind, faith as a prehent- prehending apparatus. I said God gave it to everybody. Even an unbeliever has it. That's why an unbeliever can become a believer. The problem with an unbeliever, he can be using it for all kinds of things, for false gods, or sometimes it allows fear and doubt and unbelief. Clog it. Are you following? But this faith I'm talking about is a part of a unique set of manifestations of the Holy Spirit in the believer, who is, is a believer because he's where in Christ. So it's not given to every, every human being. It's made available only to believers. And I will tell you why. Praise the Lord. I will tell you why. Another way I can put it is that it's essentially a path of the abilities of God is a part of the what abilities of God what I can also call you can also call divine abilities is one element of the total abilities set of abilities of God which he imparts in the believer in Christ through The person and presence of the Holy Spirit. I will explain. Just get it down. Praise the Lord. And just get it down. And then after, if you don't get it well, you have the media ministry, and you have a copy of my book. I spent good time there. Now you see why the book is thick. (laughs) I'm I'm just telling you, and I don't like, I told you the only kind of half and half I take. The milk, every other half and half, they expire for me. Amen? So when you're doing something, do it well. Praise God. So this is a divine ability made available to the believer. It is God's own ability which He puts in the believer. Can I come down? Are you ready now? I'm about to come down. It is God's own faith which He gives to the believer, listen to this, when the occasion demands for kingdom purposes. <laughs> Woo! Are you ready? I know you're thinking, does God need faith? Does God have faith? We'll oh, find out. So is divine ability of God's, or God or God of divine abilities or God's own abilities imparted by him, through the Holy Spirit, through the person and presence of the Holy Spirit in the believer in Jesus Christ. Amen? So, sometimes these elements, these things are called, they are called these abilities, uh, and um, when we see where they are listed, they are called manifestations of the Spirit. So, this faith is a part of the manifestations of the Spirit in the believer. It is actually the Holy Spirit allowing you to use God's own faith. And you know what I can tell you about this before we move on? The nature of this faith is not like any other shared, but it's similar to the last shared. It is, let me put it this way, it is God's own pair of apprehending and appropriating sense, spirit sense. Are you following? Have have you ever been in a situation that your glasses are not seeing well and they say, can I borrow your own? (laughs) That's exactly. So there are times we are using our own and other things, doubt, unbelief, fear, and so on, because also we've not been cleaning it. When, when, when you use your own see it to say, "This problem is a little bigger than normal." and God drops his pair of glasses on your eyes at that time, on your face at that time, or a pair of hearing aids on you at that time. That's God's own faith lent to you at a moment of an unusual situation of great need. And usually when the kingdom needs, when kingdom needs our purposes are at stake. Now, the third variety uh, shade of meaning of faith, apprehending, appropriating, right? Is usually, if you look at what we've been talking about, it is mostly for the person, for your personal and family, day-to-day needs. Are, are you following? Huh? And that's why the righteous live by faith. God has given every man among you a measure of faith, not this fourth one. So, usually, faith as a ap- basic, basic, apprehending, appropriating uh, facility or faculty is for your personal needs, family needs. The faith you need to get your own personal appropriate grace for yourself, for your family, for your children, for your spouse, concerning your job, concerning your members of your family and all that. But don't stop there. The reason why you're going to stop there is that if you're self-centered. But if you're a kingdom-minded person, and when you... You see, there is something believers don't understand. A lot of believers are living on the level of personal... Meeting of their personal needs. Many of them don't care about kingdom needs. The needs of God. Come on, you didn't understand what I am saying. I'm telling you that God has needs which he doesn't even want angels to touch. But he wants his children to do. For instance, I've told you many times, God doesn't want angels to do evangelism. Mass or individual. That's who he's counting on. Us, but you know why many of us don't come? Out, oh, it's not a personal need. That's why you hear some Christians. I don't like evangelism, yeah. Because they don't understand. That's, you, see, you know, if you understand the Bible, you have an X-ray. You you're moving around with an X-ray. Just talking with a brother, you're taking his X-ray. <laughs> and people say stuff that reveal who they are. People do stuff. I'm not talking about big sins or things. No, no, no. Even attitudes in the house of God. You, let's, let, let, let me say this to you. 90% of believers today live a self-centered life. They don't care about the things of God. For that reason, you're shutting yourself off from certain things. And you will live a mediocre life. You will live a wha- live a wha- a what, mediocre life, a life of mediocrity. Why? Because you are hugging yourself and flesh. So every time they see you, your nose is running, your eyes are tearing up. You're still trying to sort out yourself because you're self-centered. You're not Christ-centered. You are not kingdom centered. Your time schedule, nobody touches it. Now I'm talking about time. You guys don't like that. Mm. That's where it begins. Giving God your money is not enough. It begins with time. Pastor, I thought we were going to talk about God kind of faith. Is it kind God kind of faith? You won't smell God's kind of faith except you have the kind of interest God has. Am I making sense here? Unless you want me to to end here so that we move on to another thing. I look at Christians sometimes, I look at them. It's like I say they don't know what they're missing. (laughs) They don't know what they are missing. No. Have I told you there are things I don't get to put on my prayer list? Have I said that to you before? Well, I'm sharing it with you so that you can enjoy it with me. No, I'm just telling you the truth. You know why? <laughs> and God save you, and that's why you have to be careful who you associate for the rest of your life. When I met that woman over there, <laughs> I discovered that's the kind of person she was too. These were the kind of things really I saw the beauty. I saw the elegance. I saw everything. But there was something else I was looking for. I didn't know she was even looking for more. (laughs) Exactly the things I was looking for. How much do you give to God? How much do you offer to God? If somebody doesn't give to God real well, he's not going to give to you. Who are you? If somebody doesn't fear God, run away. Stop looking at the face and their eyes and the ears. he're not going to fear you. Do you understand what I'm saying? When you meet two people who are kingdom-minded, you're not going to have stress within your life every time you're calling people, every time you're seeing a psychologist. No. And you don't have to sit up to deliberate on so many things. I never have to tell. I you know. Sundays, Thursdays. Before we became, even before we became pastor, no visitor in the house. We're going to church number one. No, we never discuss those things. I don't even know if we discuss anything. Are you following? Because two cannot work together except they agree. And when two work together and agree, the world will be supplying you. God will be giving you His secrets. You show up in God's living room with your own pair of glasses, say, try this one. He takes his own and gives you. Does anybody follow what I'm saying? <laughs> That's 18th anniversary for you. He said, Pastor, I thought we were going to talk about 18th anniversary. That's what I'm talking. Equipping you. Because there remained much more land to be occupied. There's a level, a dimension of faith. Beyond you and all you need. Which I've been teaching you all these years. Amen? There's a level of need beyond that. With all that, your personal faith, you receive healing, receive this, that, that. But with the faith I'm talking about, you'll be imparting healing to others. you have been imparting deliverance to others. you have been parting to others. You'll be doing kingdom stuff. Not only sitting to receive. And when you get to this level, you don't always have to agonize for your needs to be met. Think of Elijah. Is it Elijah? After he did, did he call rain from heaven? He stopped rain first. It wasn't ordinary faith. It was the God kind of faith. You know how I know. Because only God controls rainfall. So when Elijah did that, that's why James said Elijah was a man like us, but he went to a level of understanding kingdom things. He received God kind of faith. When he did that, and he had to run away from that country. Of course, you know what God did. For exercising that God kind of faith, there was a level he didn't have to go out to God and say, I'm hungry. How am I going to be fed? God just, uh, those of you who believe in God look at you, that was. <laughs> well, God found out where he was and was sending raven to supply food. Because he was working on the God kind of faith. He was working on the kingdom. That's nothing Elijah did was anything about personal. You say, you know what? made Elijah exercise that faith. He saw his people worshiping idols on the promised land, on Canaan. Nothing personal. He took the place of God. Got the passion of God. Took the anger of God and said, God, you, you said if we come here and start worshiping you, seize the rain. Well, they are doing it. It's like he went to the word of God, read it, and must have told God and said, I'm going to do something about it. God said, go ahead. He took God's faith. Only God has control of rainfall. But a man went to God because he had kingdom passion. God gave him the faith for that. Do you understand the God kind of faith? So it's not, for, it's not faith for personal living. I don't know if I would change some people to move from personal level of life to kingdom so far. I don't know. But that's the goal here. Uh, There are many other examples. But did you get an idea? So uh, let me give you. And this faith comes under the divine abilities and manifestations that they call the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Turn with me to 1 Corinthians 12. 1 Corinthians chapter 12. And of course, as you know by now, this faith is not a fruit, right? It's instead a what? A gift. You know that the fruit of the Spirit, there are nine individual elements. The fruit of the Spirit. You know that? Are you aware of it? In Galatians 5. Didn't we read it when we were talking about faith as faithfulness, right? Uh, uh, What what were the, the, the fruits? Love, patience, faithfulness kindness, all those things. If you count them, they are nine. Now we are going to look at another ninefold element. This time, the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Are you ready? Now, pay attention there. Now, concerning spiritual gifts. How many of you have heard of the gifts of the Holy Spirit before? You know, when we got saved newly, it was a big emphasis. But not anymore. You know why? Because people of this time don't care again. Or they want bread and money and breakthrough and open doors. They don't care. You only care about this type of thing when you're ready for service. <laughs> are, you, are you following what I'm saying? It speaks for itself. It speaks for itself. I give, I give, like a, gift, a, gift, a job. I want open door. What else? Breakthrough. What else? Favor. What else? Uh, come on, you forgot. Huh? Every time, me, 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 me. No growth. Now, concerning spiritual what? Gifts. Brethren, I do not want you to be what? Unaware. The kingdom says ignorant. You know that when you were pagans, you were led astray. Come on. That's the grace of God. You were led astray to mute idols. The king the King James calls it dumb idols. Can you imagine we used to worship dumb idols through our forefathers? However, you were led. Verse 3. Therefore, I make known to you that no one speaking by the Spirit of God says Jesus is accursed. <laughs> Hallelujah. The Holy Spirit always exalts Jesus, always lifts him up. Amen. And no one can say Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Spirit. Amen? Now there are what? Listen to this. Now there are what? Varieties of what? Gifts but the same Spirit. Next. And there are varieties of what? Ministries but the same Lord. Varieties of gifts by the same what? Spirit, the Holy Spirit. Varieties of ministries By the same word, Lord Jesus Christ. He, He gives the ministries, the Holy Spirit gives the gifts. Watch. And, next. And there are varieties of effects, King James' administrations, but the same God. You see that? Who works all things in all persons. That's God the Father. He allows the Holy Spirit to give gifts to men, and Jesus to give ministries, and when they mix up, they are all working to fulfill His, the Father's purpose. Are you following? Moving on, seven. Now we're going to take seven to ten. Now pay very good attention. But to each one is given the manifestation of the Spirit. The word translated manifestation there actually is the gift. Amen? So remember I told you that gift, they are manifestations. They, they reveal the person, presence and operation of the Holy Spirit. Now, the Holy Spirit is invisible. Is that correct? But one of the ways you can see him, literally, is when he starts operating in the gifts through a human believer. So it's called manifestations. In the the Greek for that word, actually, if you look at the Bible there, that word, manifestation, I think is in italics, meaning the translator supplied it. But... the, the experts in greek tried to find a word <laughs> okay I, I don't intend to just pull your tongues the the closest they came was pneumaticus meaning spirituals or gifts spirituals but the english language speakers interpreted gifts or manifestations which is appropriate are you following but to each one who are the who is the each one believers is given the manifestation of the Spirit. For what? You notice it's not for your personal good. Oh, Pastor, how, how come we don't see the gift of the Holy Spirit? Because you're still on a self centered level. <laughs> you know what I find out? If you are so self centered, you have all concerned about your personal needs all the time, 24 7, you don't care about kingdom needs for others. If you get to get the gift of the rich, you know what you do? You go and put them on a frame and put them in your office or in your living room or dining room. So when people come, and say, that's the gift of healing. God gave it to me about uh, 10 years ago. This is the gift of interpretation. I just woke up one morning and God put it in my mouth. That one, the gift of faith. I was trying to do some big things. Sometimes I was locked out of my house, out of my office, and I prayed, and God gave me a gift of gift. I rented a bigger office. You think these are hypotheticals? Okay, they are hypotheticals. We are funny. But notice, it's given to an individual for who? For the common good. Do you want to experience this gift, uh, this this faith of God? Uh, it has to be for common good. <laughs> Elijah stopped rain and brought it back, so that many people came to know that Baal is a false god, that Jehovah is God, and their lives were made spared and made better. Did you see that? And I, there are a lot of examples in the Bible. If only you had read my book, you'll be you'll be, be teaching this by now. Next. Watch. For to the one is given the word of wisdom. We are going to do another teaching. We've done before another teaching on the gifts of the Holy Spirit. But we are interested in a particular one now, right? So we are listing the gifts there. For the one is given for to to one is given the word of what? Wisdom. Through who? You notice that? And to another the word of what? Knowledge. According to the same spirit. (laughs) (laughs) And another what? Ah. By who? The same spirit. And to another, gifts of what? Healing. Healing. By the one spirit. Notice, that's the one everybody goes to. I want to lay hands on people. They will scratch your head one day. Because God says, I should lay hands on people. You ask them, how is it happening? They don't even know. I was in a dream. God showed me. God put his hand in my, in my hand and he held me and dragged me up. I said, Go into the nations. And no understanding, no nothing. And I'm going to show you something. And there are not gifts of what? Healing by the one spirit. And you notice when it's come to gift of healing, it's plural. And that's a reason for that. We won't get into that now. Next, quickly. Are, are you being empowered here? Eh? This side, I don't think. Are you being empowered? Yes. Okay. And to another, the effecting, the King James walkings of what? Miracles. The primary thing there is deliverance. That's why you will not find anywhere they talk about Ministry of Deliverance. And people don't understand. People don't know. Even people who are praying for people for deliverance, people challenge them sometimes. Where's in the Bible? They have no answer. But here it is. And I will show you at some point, but not now. That's the primary miracle there. Walkings of miracle. It's the casting out of evil spirits. Amen. Next. And to another what? Prophecy. And to another? Various kinds of what? Tongues. To another. The interpretation of tongues. I missed one. The what? Oh, d- distinguishings, or d- what's there another word? Discerning, discerning. That's another one with a plural of what? Spirits, because there are so many deep spirits. Amen. Amen. And that doesn't mean talking about the spirits in the Bronx, spirit of my spirit. No, that's not. There are some people they have it listed out. Tennessee has a spirit. Bronx, uh, no, that's not what we're talking about here. Yeah? Don't worry about it. I will come to that. Next verse. Come on, Amen. But one and the same Spirit does what? Works all these things, distributing to each one individually, just as He wills. Now let's let's make an, another differentiation. I told you that the the gift as a personal gift as uh, a fit as apprehending and appropriation is that correct? Is there, is there, is yours. But the gift of faith, like other gifts here, is given to you, dropped on you by the Holy Spirit as He wills. Meaning when the occasion demands. Do you understand? And if you are available, that's why I say to you you can't be so self centered doing your own thing. And God comes there and says, I'm giving you the gift of faith. If he knows that you're not going to be available, where kingdom issues are being dealt with. Does anybody follow? So it's as the spirit wills. And it's not resident with you. You you see, about if you are regularly engaged in kingdom service, you can regularly appropriate it. Do you understand what I'm saying? You notice Elisha didn't go about every day stopping rain and releasing it. Did did you notice that? And not any time anybody offended him, he said, rain will not come to your House. house. If rain comes to your house, no, I'm not a man of God. Tell your father, the whole family will come and beg me. It doesn't work that way. Praise the Lord. Next verse, quickly. Quickly, next verse. For even as the body is one, and yes, so, so on and so forth, we are going to look at that. Let's go back to that list. If you look at that list, I want to organize those gifts a little more uh, before we begin to wind down. But are you following here? This is just the scratching of the surface. Next Thursday, we dig deeper. Amen? And b- 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 in this 18th year, are we go- what are year are we going to now? 18th or 19th? 19th. We're going to the 18th. 19th. 19th. Okay, we're going to the 19th. Okay? You begin to move in these things. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. TLC cannot remain the way we have been. Amen. No, seriously. We, we are not just counting years. 18, we check. 19, check. 20. 20, 22, check. No. I have to push you, I have to move you. You know? I have to give you some boot camp. Nobody said amen to that. Amen. I know that Glenn would never say amen to that. (laughs) All right. Give me the list of the gifts. Verse 7. Okay. Okay. If you count them, they are how many? Nine manifestations. So you call them gifts or manifestations of the Spirit. Is that correct? All right. The first one on the list is supposed to be gifts of the word of wisdom, word of knowledge, Next is what? Prophecy. Is that correct? Uh -uh. Next on the list. Faith. Next. Healings. Next. What's the next? Walking of miracles. Next. Prophecy. Next. Descendings of Spirit. Next. Various kinds of tongues and interpretation of tongues. Now, there are three ways to categorize them easily. First is vocal gifts. Vocal gifts or gifts of utterance. What do you suppose will be there? I uh-huh, tongues, various kinds of tongues. Prophecy and interpretation, three. Okay? Because these are the ones that operate through the mouth, primarily. Next group is called Gifts of um. We have the vocal, the uh, power, and what and what's the third one? We 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 have the power gifts, and we have the gift of revelation or revelatory gifts. Let's talk about re- revelatory gifts. In revelatory gifts, you have gift word of wisdom, word of knowledge, discernings of what. Spirit. See, you see, each group, each of these groups overlap, the gifts, they overlap. Are you following? All right. Moving on. The third group are the gifts of what? Power. We'll talk more about this when we are talking about the gifts of the Holy Spirit. But I just want to pull out something from the heart here. Amen? All right. The third one is the power gifts. There you have faith, you have workings of miracles. You have healings. Why are they called power gifts? The, the Bible didn't call them power gifts or revelatory. But if you study the Bible, if you see the association, that's what you're going to see. They demonstrate the power of God. I mean, tangible manifestation of power. I told you about workings of miracles. They, they say it's a gift that we, which the Holy Spirit uses in believers to bring about miracles. And the primary miracle is the casting out of demons. And that's where the ministry of deliverance falls into. The next one is healings. Have you seen people healed in TLC? Have you seen miracles in TLC? That's what's happening. Over the years, I sought God's kingdom interest. Years and years ago, I was interested. and He gave me these things. And I know people around me who were very interested and imparted them to them. Now what they do with them is up to them. Are you all following? Okay. Now, one of the key gifts there is the gift of faith. It's a power gift. Why not? (laughs) When God gives you his own pair of spirit senses, are you following? And you encounter impossibilities, you are going to see a level of grace that's beyond the comprehension of ordinary faith. Are you all following? And when you see what God has in stock for that problem, you are persuaded on a level that basic faith could not persuade you. Does that make sense? (laughs) It is literally... God exercising his own faith in and through you. It is literally God believing through you. You literally move aside and the Holy Spirit is the one. That's why he says, is the spirit doing what? Operating. Is that You go back to the verse before this verse. And to another, the effecting of miracles and so on and so forth. Eleven. Eleven. Uh, uh, is it Eleven. But, look, look at that. But the one and the same what? Is that not God? Works what? All these things distributing to what? Each one. How? Individually, just as he wills. So when you get here, you are now on the realm of Almighty God. Have you thought about speaking in tongues? Is that, is that human language? Is that human ability? Now, even though it's at your will to speak, but at the end of this, day, it's no human ability, it's God. But you can receive it. Does that make sense to you? Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Okay, so, so this is God's own apprehending and appropriating faith by which He impacts on the believer. By which impacts on the believer. And by which he accomplishes... Listen to this. By which he does what? Accomplishes his kingdom purposes, plans, and provisions. When and where the need arises. In a way, no one and nothing else can. Praise the Lord. That is why in the Bible... Certain men were able to accomplish what only God could accomplish because they received a momentary impartation of this gift. That's the explanation. Does that make sense to you? Amen. amen. Do you know that that can happen to you? Because don't tell me, they say, Pastor, I'm leave that thing. Those were in the Bible days. Well, this is Bible days. Who told you this is not Bible days. Where's my paper? Oh, here. Are you all following what I'm saying? All right. So, that's the situation. It is divine in nature and supernatural also. It is spontaneous in character. Amen? So, give me verse 9 again. Verse 9. to another faith by the same Spirit. So that's the gift. That's the faith we are talking about here. Amen? So before I say much about it, now you can see that some people go about saying that faith is a gift because they have seen it in this page. Are you following? They say, oh, and some people use it as an excuse not to exercise faith. They say, well, those of you whom God has given faith, you know, not every Christian is like that. Why? Because of the lack of understanding of the way the, the word faith is used in the Bible. Are you all following? So, if we go by the interpretation that faith, going by that passage, we, we conclude the fact that faith is a gift, then we have to look around in the congregation and find out those who have faith. And the rest of us, we depend on them. Did you understand? But that's not God. Eh? Amen. And so, there are two schools of thought. Some, one school says faith is a fruit because there's a shade of meaning of faith as a fruit of the Spirit. Are you following? Okay. And then, the other one say, no, faith is a gift. And there are people in between who don't think they have either the fruit, faith as a fruit, or faith as a gift. So, they become the commoners, spectators. They are only in the faith. And the faith is not in them. Do you understand? So the truth here is, when it comes to basic faith for everyday living, for the meeting of our personal needs, God has given to every man among us a measure of that faith. That's natural faith. Are you following? And being not natural in the sense that it's natural, natural. It's still of God. You understand what I'm saying? But it's faith of the basic level. And you know, that faith, this f- first level faith that all of us has, you know what I found out? Doubt, unbelief, doubt, unbelief, sin, um, anxiety, fear can dent it one way or the other. But when it comes to this one, because it's divine, completely divine nature, none of those things stand. Because it's the Holy Spirit literally exercising the faith in and through you if you will let him. And I've told you, if he looks at you, and you are not, if if you have a spirit of Cain, which a lot of Christians have, he won't bother with you with this because it's too precious. And that's why, when I talk to some of you, I don't want to offend you you, I said to you, I look at you, I say, okay. You give me your excuses. I said, okay. Because if you know what I know, you won't be giving me those excuses. That's how I would raise everybody in my house. You didn't get that. But if you let me, then I can get you into that. And I try to teach you from here. I try to do everything to see if you get it. And that's how God does his things. God gives everybody everything. He offers it to everybody. But he sits back and looks at those who are interested. Parents, don't tell me you don't know that. When you have w- all your children, is that correct? You buy the house, you give this person their room, give this person their room. Give, uh, uh, everything they need is in the refrigerator. that not true. In the living room, everything, you are not making any limitation for anyone. Not giving advantage to this person or that person. But you found out that not all of them respond the same way. Is that not true? And that's how God is. So when you're going to go to a distant country, you look at the one that's careful (laughs) and give them the key. No, sorry, seriously. Are you following? You say to yourself, you know, you know this child. You know, when I enter the cab, she's gone on her own. But this one, we check home no, come on, don't act like. Do you know that God is a parent? Okay. Just just say it. So those of you who don't care, this is pastor, I'm not pastor and his family, eh? Those people, too much church. I know what you're thinking. I know. Too much church. Now church will go to every time. They're always in church. I'd rather be in church than be in police station. Asking for the present present commander. You know, have you been watching the court cases? These are people who carried AR-45 or AR-80 and walking like that in the street. And then 15 minutes of interrogation before a lawyer. <laughs> You have to understand what's going on. God watches us. Do what we like. And then a big mountainous problem comes. Say, so God, mm, your sofa is dead for nothing. You're just suffering yourself for nothing. You're pounding it. That time you're walking as if you're not interested in what God got to give. Small earthquake shakes you. Say, God, where are you? But rise up. Can I hear a big shout of hallelujah? hallelujah. Amen? Amen? So this is where I'm going to stop tonight. But as much more. What we did today is to scratch the surface. And I think we scratched deep enough. So I'm talking to you about God's, have you heard of God's kind of faith? God's own faith. That's what we are dealing with. Maybe you have a question. Does God have faith? Yeah. Uh, That doesn't mean that God depends on any other person. No. But God operates in faith. He's the author of faith. Okay? He created faith, but that's how he operates. That's why Jesus brought us back to faith. That's why I I told you. You know, in the garden, Adam and Eve and God were operating on faith level. That's why they could see God face to face. And you know what they didn't see? Themselves. Because of faith. They didn't even know they were naked. Okay, that, tree, that fruit was there in front of Eve. You know Eve didn't see it. It was the devil, the serpent that got her. The Bible says, then Eve saw that the fruit was good. Because she was walking in faith. And that was the wavelength with God. Let me tell you, the wavelength with God is what? Faith. You know, sometimes you're you're dealing with some people You say, "Mm, we are not on the same wavelength. That's why you can't walk with God now without first believing through faith. And now when you get that, it gets to a level. You say, why don't you try mine? (laughs) When he sees that you're interested in his kingdom purposes and plans and provisions, not only for you, but for the world but for his people. You know, let me remind you of this and we pray. Remember when he encountered Solomon, when Solomon came to the throne? He came to Solomon in a dream, is that correct? Solomon did something. Solomon, when he came to the throne, he asked them, where is the ark? They told him where he was, lost somewhere. Solomon went and got it back to Jerusalem. God was amazed. This person looks after my thing. You know, David built a house for himself and realized that God doesn't have a house and he's living comfortably. That's what I'm talking about. David said, how can I be living in a paneled house? And God only lives in this little ark. He said, I'll build a house. And God receives it, but said, don't worry but I'll build a home for you. Do you understand kingdom thinking, kingdom purposes? That's what made Esau, Esau. That's what made, what was his brother? Jacob, Jacob. Kingdom desire and interest. Well, Solomon brought it. God showed up to him in the dream. God said to him, what do you want me to give you? To do for you? Is that not personal? Personal. You know what Solomon did? He took God up on a kingdom level. He said, God, don't worry about me. All I want from you is to give me what? Wisdom. For what? On how to lead this, he didn't say this, people. This, this what? Special people of yours. And you know what? There were stubborn people like some of us in that group, but he wasn't looking at them. just wisdom on how to do what? Take care, lead these extraordinary people of yours. What did God say? Uh, You forgot? Okay, before you sleep. Don't sleep now. What did God say in return? I will give you this wisdom you asked for. And then I will also give you those things you didn't ask for. Did you see the secret of not having to have things, personal things, on your prayer list? (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. So, rearrange your program. What I'm talking about can't happen if you're running your program the way you've been running it. It cannot happen. God has to be first. Okay, sorry, I know when you want me to say this. December 31st, remind me somebody remind me december thirty first I will say it oh, can we say it now yes. and so that you uh, you act on it december thirty first twelve o one can you start acting now, yeah. okay, stand on your feet if you can yeah, 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 were you blessed tonight yes. okay.